Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, Carly, uh, Yasmin, he, he gave you a nice little uh, rap there about, you know, through the ups and downs, through the entire 300 matches. Can you tell us a little bit? We, we know this bloke as a footballer, but can you tell us a little bit about him as a man as well? He's a bit of a rat bag, but um, <laughs> other than that, no, he's a very hard worker and he definitely puts in a lot behind the scenes. That Carly happens to be Carly McCulloch and Andrew McCulloch. Macca joining us on Sports Day. Ratbag. Yes, yes. Thank you, Jason, for having me on. Yeah, rat bag. So take it what, as you want. But yeah, uh, obviously very hardworking, good man behind the scenes as well. She also said. So don't just bring yeah, up that part. Thank you. Yeah, we don't actually pay attention to that, uh, Macca. So quickly before we get into the serious stuff of uh, rugby league, get this guy, mate. Um, your driver, that Scott Sattler, smashed to pieces uh, when we played golf about three or four weeks ago. Uh, mate, has he paid for it to be fixed yet? Just uh, please inform our no, listeners. No, he certainly hasn't, mate. He was obviously losing on a game of golf. and That's right. Like you spoke about on the segment, actually driving the green and putting for an eagle, and he got a little bit dirty after that. So he wasn't, you know, it's his home course, and I really took advantage of the small course that it was. So, look, <laughs> I've invoiced him, but no, he's gone underground hiding, um, Scotty Sattler. So it's, uh, we hopefully hear from him soon, and it'll be nice to get a nice little present on my door set very shortly. Mate, the most upsetting thing about our golf day was the fact that he didn't try to break my driver. You know, I, I, I was, well, a, I was yeah. a threat. What's going on there? Mate, your, very, your percentage of hitting the fairways is very strong. So you, what we'd call that is a layup with a driver, and then obviously <laughs> I went for it. So we, we worked well, and we got the cash, mate. That's all that matters. And it didn't matter which fairway, by the way. Hey, early in the week, Kevy Walters indicated that Selwyn Cobbo will have first crack at Herbie Farnworth centre position. Here's what uh, Kevy had to say about uh, Cobbo. That's the plan, to, uh, to move you in that, into that role. Um, he's probably a bit more natural there in the centres than, than on the wing. and um, So far, he's been really good there. I guess we'll find out more when we start playing and start having to make tackles and do all those things that uh, the great centres do. How's he, how's he looking, Kevy? Like, he's still a young lad. Like, how's, yeah. his, how's his fitness? And no, he's, well, he's, again, he's still only young, Selwyn, so I'm um, still... Maturing in that space with his uh, fitness levels and his strength, they'll get better as the year goes on. But his footy IQ is very good, very intelligent player, which is uh, you need to be playing those centre roles, particularly defensively. I, I feel that's where he's going to be a good asset for us with the way he reads the, the, the attack. Um, I, when I heard this, and I, and I know some Broncos supporters when they heard this as well, they're going, oh, is he the right man to play in the centres? I mean, attacking-wise, he'll be brilliant as long as he gets plenty of early ball. 
but there are some question marks over him defensively. What do you think, Macca? Yeah, well, like Kevy said, I think only time will tell when he gets into a bit of games and he's a young guy, but, yeah, there will be some trial and error in regards to, um, you know, defensively. Attacking wide play actually suits him a lot better in terms of, like Kevy said, his fitness is probably not um, his, his strong suit. Obviously, he's a big, powerful thing, and naturally, just not probably his style of the, <laughs> the conditioning style of things. So, Sam actually probably helps him in that sense where he doesn't have to go back and collect the kicks and do a lot more running. So I feel like that'll actually really help him and benefit the team. And, and he's a and he's a big um, and he's a big body as well. So um, certainly a good aspect. They have actually filled the void that Herbie's left there now. Uh, oh, you are the Bronx robbing Peter to pay Paul by taking him off the wing and putting him in the centres. Are they what? Sorry, are they robbing Peter to pay play Paul to pay Paul? That mean are they are they sacrificing him as a winger where he's very good? to try and just fill a hole in the centres, wouldn't they just be better off keeping him on the wing and finding another centre? Yeah. Yeah, no, so I just we might come back. They might feel also that their wings, uh, you know, comes back to obviously the team balance. If you look at Jesse Arthurs and Corey Oates as well. So they've got some key players that actually can play wing and fill that void. So I might just come back to balance of, uh, you know, the team, what they think is the best suited for everyone to try and get your best team on the park. And obviously... Dean Marin is a young guy as well who played a bit of footy as well. So it's obviously competition for spots and that's what you need. And it's probably a good um, problem for Kevy to have, actually, that they can swap these guys in and out or even leave quality players out of the team. Like last year, I'd see missed a fair bit of footy due to not playing and Jesse took his opportunity. So never know what's around the corner. But, you know, obviously, Salman's going to make some things wrong, but you can't make anything wrong unless you give it a go as well. So you can kind of see where Kevy's coming from. Rightio, um, did you see the news around today that uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. was spotted at Brisbane training? He wasn't training. He was just leaning on the fence and, and watching like uh, like all spectators. Um, do th- I don't know what you know. Is there a desire from um, Tavita Panga Jr. to get back to rugby league? No, not at all. I actually seen, um, funny you said, I actually saw Tavita there at the coffee shop just before training. I was over there um, doing a bit of stuff and he came over and, he was with his boxing coach. He's still mates with a lot of those sort of guys within the team, Payne and Paddy and a few of those guys that he was at the Broncos with. So he's still involved. It's probably a game where he still enjoys watching him and, and seeing, obviously, his mates do well in the conditioning and different side of things like that. So, no, I wouldn't read too much into it. I just think it's one of those things, you a bit of time, you get to go down and see your mates at training and, and that way you can do still, you know, get to see them a, bit, a fair bit away from, obviously, boxing. Yeah, right. Okay, so no desire to go back to rugby league, in your opinion? No, nah, no desire. I feel like he's he's done now. He's got a new goal, and you know that'll take time. And it's a big step, but good on him. It takes a lot of courage to to do that. So you got to you know commend that. You got to actually congratulate the guy on being able to take a big step when a lot of other people wouldn't. And just take the cash. Uh, just uh, on that training session, Jesus, how good does Payne Ass look? Mate, the thing is. It's just, it's just normal. That's a, it's a, and it's a weird, weird thing to say. It's just normal. So I don't, you know, people say, oh, well, yeah, it is well, but it's just the same. It's normal. It's just what it is. So it's, it's nothing out of the box and actually ordinary. You just, if you see it, you just end up getting used to it, which is the crazy thing. Why do some people get blessed <laughs> with a body like that? Um, I hate those blokes. Big guy like that, fit as anything, just, you know, win another um, 
player of the year trophy as well, so he's absolutely killing it. But yeah, it all comes back to his fitness. He's, yeah, it's pretty. It's quite a sight to see actually. And he's still a pup as well. Rightio, let's get. Um, uh, oh, Jesse Arthur sprained his ankle today. We'll be racing the clock for the yeah. preseason challenge match against the Cowboys. Um, in Mackay, anything yeah. bad with that? No, I wouldn't think so. I think obviously precautionary, but you've got to be a bit make sure it's long year, so making sure you do the right things and. Yeah, like Jesse had a breakout year, got into that grand final spot. So, you know, other guys now have, might have a little bit of an opportunity to state their case or let know, Kevin know how well they've been, you know, obviously training and put their best foot forward for the year. Rightio, let's move over to the West Tigers. They've been the most active uh, in the off-season and in a good way, um, on and off the field. Uh, changes made by Fulton uh, with him going uh, and Luai coming in 2025. Let's just concentrate on 2024 where do you think the West Tigers may end up this year with Benji at the helm my thoughts uh, he's an untried coach and I wish him the best because I think I think they need some luck the West Tigers not just to be able to play well but they do need some luck I still have them in the bottom three um, as they build to 2025 where do you see them landing at the end of this season yeah, like he's touched about a fair bit going on, obviously, not just on the field, but off the field. And I, I really like it, actually. I really like the, the aggressiveness and the, the, the approach to actually trying to turn and change things. Really. You can't do that in this sort of day, day and age of football as you sort of sit on your hands and not do anything. So I really like what the whole Benji concept is going out. He's trying to get some big key players and he's landed a big, big fish as well on the field and obviously making some changes in the background, which they certainly needed to do obviously results show that so yeah I love what he's doing and like you said I played with Benji I know the style there'll be plenty of attacking style of footy and I do hope he does really well I see him probably up around the 11th mark right I just think there's plenty of improvement there I just think there's some young halves coming on the board I just think uh, sorry I just think Benji will allow him to play with a bit of freedom and back themselves and that's what you want to see and I just feel like it's got to be a t- t- turn the corner surely for the, certainly the West Tigers fans. Hey, uh, so, yeah, I, I, I look. I'd like to see him go better. I really do. And and Benji, um, it's going to be a challenge for him though, isn't it, to, to coach week in and week out and, yeah. and and battle the highs and the lows, um, not with his own foot, not just with his own football department, but with his players. You know, it's going to be something. Well, absolutely- this coaching thing's not easy. Well, I absolutely love the approach. When you think about it, he had it set, like the challenge and how passionate he must be at, at wanting to coach and to get that team turned around. You look at, he had a pretty cruisy job, a good lifestyle, obviously, in terms of media, community, yeah, yeah, show and Fox. He had a lot of things going for him. To give up that yeah. and to take a passion and trying to turn a club that he played for for so long and try and get him right on the track and, like you said, go through the ups and downs and the criticism and you know all those sort of things that come with a first-grade coach. You really got to sit back and go, good on you, mate. He's, he's had a crack at this and he, he really, really wants to make it work. And I just love the approach that he's trying to do. So I just wish him all the best. Hey, um, quickly, the Raiders announced a good signing today. Zach Hosking on a three-year deal, effective immediately. Just they need any more forwards at uh, the Raiders? Well, it seems to be working a little bit for them with stick down there and Raiders. You know, you talk about forwards winning games of football and everyone's sort of written them off the last couple of years and they've just been that gritty, nagging sort of team. And, you know, they've been there. Obviously, they lost Jack White, who's a big loss. He's gone to your bunnies. But they just seem to hang in there. They fight for him. You know, he obviously trains them hard enough. But certainly, they're always a tough challenge. You don't know the 
the toughest things you don't know what sort of canvas side's going to turn up. They turn up with plenty of passion, and obviously Sticky's very good at being able to manipulate his players of them versus the world type of sort of thing mm. down in Canberra, which I love. It builds, uh, I guess, the theatre of rugby league, and you don't want to be playing Canberra down there mid-July, certainly, with, um, when Ricky's got them fired up. Yeah, mate, I've been down there on the sideline commentating uh, in mid-July, listening to Ricky's wonderful language, the use of the English language, uh, and also sitting there with, with like a bucket of ice sitting next to me the whole game on the ground, not even defrosting. Well, I got a beaten 56 nil there one Monday night when Monday night football was a thing, Jason. So you can imagine how nice oh. night that was in Canberra. <laughs> Would have been about minus three so, or four, I reckon, Macca. Yeah, well, we had a good night after that, and we went on a 10-game winning streak, so it probably was the result we needed. <laughs> right, mate, last thing we got to do before we go to the break, because we're, we're asking our listeners tonight on 0457 736 736. Andrew McCulloch, uh, we're asking our listeners and yourself, what team will be the surprise packet, or which team will be the surprise packet of 2024? What's yours? Mate, I, I, I don't know if it's... I guess it is a little surprise, but the way they finished last year, I just think the Knights can um, build on last year. I just think their team's more set. They've got, you know, obviously Jaden Bradley coming back in the team, and Kalen's obviously had another strong year, but he'll be once again there, and they've recruited really well. Obviously, they lost Dom Young, but they've got some good young Pommy uh, backs out there that have come on and they can fill that void. I just think they're a settled team. I think they can really go up up a level next year, and I think if they don't make the top four, it'll be very disappointing. Just think they've got a team that's a little bit more experienced now. So Petey Boy's another year experience. Bradman Best had his best year yet. So How good was he? You'd like to see it. He was outstanding. Those guys were pretty reasonably still young within the terms of the competition. So I feel actually they're a competition of um, NRL experience. Those guys can certainly get there. And a couple of um, players actually going for positions. I think Phoenix Cross on that a really, really great year covering for Jaden Braley as well. So I do feel like if they're, they're the year, it's going to be this year for the Knights. All right, Macca, Andrew McCulloch, uh, it's nice to turn back time with you tonight. Um, what are you What are you up to? What are you doing? Are you just playing? Uh, well, while I rang you this morning, you're, you're sipping lattes with a mate. It, that's kind of your daily routine at the moment, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's just called networking, just checking in on people, making <laughs> sure everyone's all right. And those, you build those relationships up, up Jason. So that's oh, what I'm all about, mate. Just, you don't need to rush back into the year too quickly. There's plenty of months left. <laughs> Mate, you don't even rush during the year. What are you talking about? Jesus. <laughs> Andrew McCulloch, uh, thanks for talking rugby league with us tonight, mate, on Sports Day. Uh, all the best. Cheers, mate. Appreciate you having me on. Thank no you. No worries. Andrew McCulloch there. Stop termites in their tracks with Australia's most trusted termite solutions, BASF, Termidor and Trelona. This is Sports Day.